Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. I'm very excited to begin learning with you Pirkei uh, Avot. It is customary uh, that from Pesach to Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning of the long summer days, to learn uh, a Mishnah a day, uh, a chapter a day uh, of the of the Pirkei Avot, which really is translated into Ethics of the Fathers. And um, the Ethics of the Fathers is one of the tractates of the Mishnah. There are 63 tractates and one of them is Ethics of the Fathers or Pirkei Avot as it's known. And uh, it's the Mishnah, it's really part of the Oral Torah which has been passed on since the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai that was given to God, from God to Moshe and from Moshe was given to to, to Yeshua and from Yeshua it went to the elders and then from the elders it went to to their sons and from the sons to the to their sons and from the fathers to their sons and so on and so on till today and um, and the name Avot means fathers and um, it serves as a reminder to us of the obligation and responsibility as parents to pass, pass on the Mesorah, to pass on the traditions and the ethical, moral uh, values that our religion has given us, that we live under um, um, a standard of behavior, of human decency and love towards others and respect. And this is something that is passed on from generation to generation. This is something that is taught in the home and um, it, it holds a very big value in our lives. And, and so here we're reminded of, of our responsibility as parents to pass it on to our children and so on. They, one day they will become parents and then, then themselves have to pass it on to their children. Um, also, it is, it is, um, it is uh, important to note that uh, the, the Pirkei Avot is um, a recollection of of sayings or of teachings of different uh, sages, of different holy people through our history and uh, we will start learning. Each one has their own author and um, their own explanations. There's many explanations of the Pirkei Avot. You can find many many books of different authors with different explanations of the same uh, Mishnah and um, they're all real, they're all true. There's many facets and they're all true and it's beautiful to see that it's things that are passed on from the grandparents to the children and so on and it's sometimes they're, they're ideas that come from grandparents and from their grandparents and it's something that is carried on generation to generation. So Rabbi uh, Tversky in his commentary of the Pirkei Avot starts telling us that when God created the world uh, he said, let us make man. And uh, the Baal Shem Tov said that when, when we hear that God says, let us make man, it means he didn't make us alone. Like he didn't deliver a finished product. He didn't make man complete. Like other creation that God created was complete. Like all the animals were complete. Uh, the plants were complete. Everything was complete. But man was not complete and uh, what it means here is that it's our job as, as human beings to complete ourselves. And how do we complete ourselves? By 
uh, making ourselves decent, uh, productive human beings to society, to be people that walk the Eretz Eretz, that have a righteous path, that we're good human beings. And this is a choice. This is what we have. We have free will. Animals don't have free will. They're not intellectual beings. They just are creations of God with instinctive behaviors. If a lion is hungry, he's going to eat whatever is in front of him. He's not going to think, oh, this poor uh, she uh, deer I just found has a mother and the mother is going to cry because I ate the deer. He has not... He doesn't have this capacity to think. He just sees the deer, he's hungry, this is a good steak. But for a human being, it's a different uh, case. We have the ability to be able to know between good and, and right, right and wrong, and we have the ability to, to be able to contain ourselves. We can be masters of our own desires. We, we don't need to make our desires uh, be con in control of us. We have the ability to be masters of ourselves and to be able to choose between right and wrong. And this is what the Baal Shem Tov said, that w man was given behira, free will, and we can choose to be a master of our drives. We don't need to be a slave to all these uh, insti instinctive animalistic tendencies. And this is what makes a, a person a person. Is a person that is able to contain himself. When a person is not able to contain himself, he really is lower than an animal because he's driven by his desires and he's not being able to fulfill his strength of being able to restrain himself and be able to choose. So he's not being a human being. So we have to participate in our own creation and the soul needs to be nourished. Uh, many, Rabbi Tversky says, he's a, a psychologist, he's an expert in human behavior, and he says that many of the maladies of people come from an emotional disease. When people are not emotionally healthy and they are not growing up in an emotionally healthy place where they know uh, ethically and morally what is supposed to be the way they behave, then they start having all these issues which, can which could be corrected only with teaching a person how to behave, how to live righteously. And then the minute this person starts living an ethical and moral life, his whole emotional being and everything that's wrong in him will be corrected. So the soul needs nourishment so we can perform in an optimal way both intellectually and emotionally. And Deretz Eretz, Deretz Eretz, which is, um, it says here, Deretz Eretz Kodma La Torah, decent behavior precedes Torah. What it's telling us is that the Torah, in reality, is, um, is a guide to be able to live in a righteous way. Like, Jewish people have to keep 613 mitzvot. We are supposed to live through these mitzvot. This is the fuel that feeds our soul. When a Jew is not living up to their, their potential, they're not living up to who they should be, then a lot of uh, things start happening inside that are not right. We don't even feel it, but that's the way it is. It's like if you have a Lamborghini and you're pumping uh, regular gas in the Lamborghini. The Lamborghini needs the extra most finest uh, gasoline uh, to put into its motor because it's a very fine motor. So if you want to take care of this engine and this car to be able to fulfill its purpose in the best way, you have to give it the right food. The same way the Jew needs to be uh, 
nourished in the right way, doing the right things, thinking the right way, speaking the right way, behaving the right way. If we're not living up to this in this way, then we are not fulfilling our potential. So here, the, the, before beginning the, the Pirkei Avot, there's an introduction to it, and this is what we're going to focus on today. And it says, All Israel, Kal Israel, has a share in the world to come, as it is said, and your, your people are all righteous, they shall inherit the land forever, a branch of my plantings, my handiwork in which to take pride. And uh, it comes from Isaiah 60:21. And the introduction to the Pirkei Avot begins by encouraging us to be righteous. This is the first thing it's telling us before we even start learning the Pirkei Avot. It's encouraging us to be able to learn about what is a righteous way to live, how we should behave with other people, with ourselves, with Hashem. It's encouraging us to, to live in a moral way. And then it tells us the world that, that all Israel has a share in the world to come. And um, there's a question here between the sages, which world to come is the Mishnah talking about? Is it the world to come the, where we go after we die? Or is it the world to come uh, when uh, there is going to be the resurrection of the, of the dead? And um, in reality, the world to come is not the world where we're going to go be after we die. This is not the world to come. This is the world of the neshamas, of the souls. This is a place where we are going to be in 180 years when we pass away. This is where we go meanwhile while Messiah comes. But the real world to come is really the world when Messiah comes. And um, it, it's talking here about the resurrection of the dead. And it says that the Olam Abba has a place for all Israel. And uh, it's beautiful because Kol, the word, word called, is an abbreviation of Kohen and Levi. And it says Kol Israel, Israel. So it says, the Mishnah says Kol Israel means the Kohen, the Levi, and the Israel all have a place in the world to come and all have a share in it. So the, conte the context of this Mishnah uh, is telling us that we are all going to be resurrected, no matter if you were good or you were bad, if you were the best or you were not there yet, we are all going to have a place in, this pl in the world to come. And, um, and the one's position, it says, in the afterlife is, is a direct result of our behavior in this world. So this world is really the passageways, like the hallway where you wait for, well, like when you go to a, to a wedding after the hupa, they put you in a waiting room while they open the, the banquet room. This is this world. This world is that hallway where they're serving you hors d'oeuvres and you're mingling with people and whatever. But the real place where we should arrive to, this is where we should be focusing ourselves into getting there, is the banquet. And um, each person, according to their achievement in this world. So if people were very righteous, they're going to have the first tables. And if people were okay on there, they're going to be in the middle. And the people who didn't do anything are going to be in the back. So call Israel, again, means that it is achieved as a unit. And um, for Hashem, really, the most important thing is that we are together, that we are united. And this is why it's so important that the Jewish people live in communities, they're part of a community, 
uh, we have the Jewish schools for the children, we take care of each other, uh, men pray with a minion, it's very important that men go to shul and there's at least 10 men to pray, the more men there's more power in the prayer and uh, you can be the least uh, righteous person and then you're in a minion, your prayers are as worthy as the best of the best. So here what it's telling us is that, that that's why uh, unity is, um, is so important and uh, community. And as Rabbi Akiva used to say and taught us, which is one of our, of our foundations of our, of our religion, is that we have to love our fellow as ourselves, that we have to love other people like we love ourselves. And what does this really mean? How can we love someone else like we love ourselves? Like it's the stranger in the street, how can we do that? And it's when we realize that the essence of that person is the same essence that you carry, that it really comes from God, then we realize that it, maybe in this world we look as individuals, but in a higher realm we're really part of one, the one. We're part of that huge, uh, infinite light. And, um, and this whole and wholeness of feeling that we're part of one, that is what will take us to the world to come because we're not going to be separated, we're going to be taken there as a unit. And this is what the Jewish people are. So that's why in Shema Israel we say Shema Israel Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Ehad. The same infinite God that hides in nature is one. Everything is Him. And when we come to that realization, then that's when we can really love our fellow like, like ourselves because we realize, you know what? Maybe we look as separate, but in reality we're, we're together, we're all one. And when we look at the world in this way, then there, there, you can't do wrong to another person because it would be like harming yourself. When you feel the pain of someone else, it's really your feeling for yourself. Like when we watch the news and we hear that someone died, that someone was attacked, that someone was murdered, and it's painful, it hurts us. It's because really we're all connected, we're all interlinked. And, um, and this is the, the teaching of the introduction of the Pirkei Avos. This is how we begin learning and I hope you have a beautiful week, a blessed week. Um, these efforts should take us to really living a little higher, uh, living with everything we got and giving everything we got to this world where we are right now in the in the hallway and uh, I'll see you next week thank you